Welcome to the third episode of Lessons with Lion, a podcast about entrepreneurship, marketing, and business. Today, I welcome you from your sunny shores of Khan in Nice, and I'm so happy to be doing this podcast here because this is the land of brands and great marketing and legacy companies and today we're going to be talking about marketing so what better place to do it than in Khan? i have to tell you something very interesting Khan is it's, it's a walking city you know it's very easy to walk things are relatively close to each other and the streets are full of people so it doesn't even matter if you have to walk a little bit far because you'll never be walking alone and a few things that i realized about Khan is that the streets are made for the people and the marketing and communication is made for the people when you walk down the elegant roads with high-end brands like Zara and uh, Gucci and Louis Vuitton, you see posters of French people or people who look like French people. The people you see on the streets are the people you see on the posters, you know? The way that they do everything, the way that they sell their coffee, they're not trying to show people how to drink coffee. They're selling coffee in a way that people already drink it. So I enjoy the way that they're marketing and the lifestyle here is all about already supporting what happens instead of changing things and teaching people how to do things differently. And I think that's why French culture is so marketable and so popular in so many parts of the world. People want to be like the French and adopt their culture because French marketing hasn't tried to change French culture. All they've done is tried to highlight it in the best possible way, but in a way that's so relevant to its people that when their people leave this country and go somewhere else, they become the brand ambassadors for French culture, you know? And I think that's what good marketing does. Good marketing relays who you are, what you're about in the best way possible, but most importantly, in the most authentic way possible. So before we get into the complexities of that, let's first define what marketing is. One of my favorite definitions of marketing is from the American Marketing Association, the AMA, and they define marketing as the activity, set of institutions, and processes for creating, communicating, delivering, and exchanging offerings that have value for customers, clients, partners, and society at large. I think I should repeat that definition one more time. Marketing is the activity, set of institutions, and processes for creating, communicating, delivering, and exchanging offerings that have value for customers, clients, partners, and society at large. I know for a few of you this might sound a bit complicated or a bit confusing, but don't lose faith in me now. We are just getting to the juicy part. If any of you have studied marketing or have just dabbled in reading a few texts about marketing, you might have heard of something called the four P's of marketing. 
The four P's or the marketing mix are a crucial tool to help people understand what the product or service can offer and how to plan for a successful product or service offering. The marketing mix is most commonly executed through these uh, four P's. And these four P's are price, product, promotion, and place. I think for the purposes of this podcast and the fact that we are trying to equip entrepreneurs with tangible advice that they can implement immediately we're going to focus the entire podcast on the four p's of marketing price product promotion and place so marketing concerns itself with making sure that from the creation of the product and by creation we mean from the sourcing of the product (laughs) to finding a factory, to designing the name and the logo, to planning your financials, to creating a logistics chain, that from that all the way to the customer, that everything is A, accounted for, B, has value as it goes along the supply chain, and C, is something that the customer wants, or something that the customer needs, and something that the customer will hopefully want to buy again or experience again. So this is important. That's the reason why marketing is important, because it brings, hopefully, return business, but primarily it brings business. And without people walking into your store or walking in onto your online platform or wherever you sell, without people going in there and buying, you don't really have a business or you don't have a successful business because you're not making any money, so you cannot make any profits. So you need marketing. You need to consider the price of your product. You need to consider your product. You have to consider how you're going to promote your product. And you have to very importantly consider where you're going to sell your product, which would be the place. So let's say you just started a business or you have an existing business that's been running for two years and you want to work through the pricing of your product. How do you determine how to price your product? As easy as it may sound, you know, because I think a lot of entrepreneurs like to price everything above their working costs or their operational costs. So they'll say, it costs me this much to make the product and I'm going to add a 50% markup to it and that will be the price. But that is not a very successful way of running your business because sometimes that model can be too pricey for your target market. So please always consider your target market when you're setting a price. Yes, consider the fact that you do have to cover the cost of operating, but don't be too quick to make a profit. Don't be too hungry to make a profit. Try to make just a little bit, just enough to keep things running, especially in the beginning. Because if you charge too high, especially for you know, general products like uh, chocolate or things that are easy to consume, toilet paper, cleaning products that aren't really that that unique to what's already on the market. And you're really going to struggle getting customers, retaining customers or attracting anybody really. So please make sure that when you think of your business and you think of a product or a service, that you really interrogate this concept of price and that you really spend a lot of time figuring it out. So my advice with price is always charge something that makes it easy for you to cover costs, 
if you're the kind of business that doesn't have uh, external funding or extra money in the bank, then just make sure you're charging enough to cover costs, but not too much that you're making a crazy profit because your competitors will beat you with lower prices. And you don't want that. So if you're that kind of business, then definitely be prudent with your price and just don't be too profit-centric in the beginning, you know? Be patient, build your brand, build your business. Find ways to make things lean in, in the production of your, of your product so that you can reduce the price. But don't put the price burden on your consumer or your customer's shoulders because they'll just leave and go somewhere else. Price is important, guys. Always interrogate price. I don't know how many times I'm going to say this, but price, price. Of all the four pieces of marketing, price is the most underrated and probably the most important. It can change the trajectory of your entire business. So please think about your price. And if you don't understand it, go to somebody who does. Go to an accountant who's dabbled in small businesses. Go somewhere. Let people help you. Price your products right. That is a very important thing. In fact, it's what might attract customers to your product. They might be attracted to the price before they're actually attracted to the other benefits of the product. So please think about price. Okay, so now that we've got price out of the way, let's talk about place. I know place may seem strange. Why do marketers care about place? Why does where you sell matter? Well, it may seem obvious to some, but it's actually not obvious to most. Where you sell is the first point of contact that your customer has with your product and your entire brand, you know? When you walk into the office of a law firm or you walk into a bakery, that's the first point of contact. That's how you understand the entire brand identity. And it, it kind of gives you an idea of, how much you should expect to pay for something and it gives you an idea of you know how much you should expect to get out of the product so where you sell your product the place is very 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 important make sure that the experience that one receives in your area of selling environment of selling is pristine make sure that it represents what you're about to the t make sure that the place where you sell is catered for it represents you well it has all the right signage all the good service and please don't undermine things that really change your percentage profit that you make so a lot of entrepreneurs tend to undermine lighting they tend to undermine smell they tend to undermine textures and visuals in the space Remember, the way that a space smells matters. If I walk into your store and it smells, you know, like the dustbin at the back, I won't even want to interrogate or look at your products. I'm just going to leave. Make sure that the smell is inviting, that it's warm, that it communicates who you are. The lighting, don't make it too harsh. Make it bright enough so people can see your products, but warm enough so people feel like they can relax and they're not under scrutiny. You know, small little things like that really take your product a long way. These things impact sales. A lot of small businesses don't take these things into account. All they're worried about is the promotion and the product. But the place and the price can change your life. 
it can take a media pro- mediocre product and make it a prize-winning product. This really hampers the customer experience. So please don't undermine price and place. Let's move on to promotion. Promotion is basically how you communicate your product or service to the world and how you get people to to be interested in it and to hopefully buy. Promotion is important because it encompasses sales and it gets the word out about your product. You need both. You need people to know about your product and then you need someone or a team that can really sell what you're making. Because if people can't sell what you're making, then you might as well not create because you're just going to have a whole lot of stock sitting there doing nothing. Sales is important, guys. I've been to so many wine and whiskey fairs, etc., etc., markets, and you get there, you say hi to the lady who's behind the stand, and she's not friendly, or if she is, she she's too familiar with you or if she isn't and she's fine she doesn't know enough about the product you know and i'm sorry for making her a she i can also make him a him man or woman same thing they they don't know about the product or they give you bad service or they don't push the client or the customer to buy they they're very blase in their attitude to things please Please steer away from these kinds of people. Before you hire someone to stand behind your counter at a market, please, please go through their CV. Check their skills. Test them. Go to the market and watch them work. Make sure that these people are representing your brand well. They are the second point of contact after the place and the promotion. Because sometimes place and promotion can be one thing. They are the second point of contact. So if I see this beautiful stand and I want to walk towards it and it's got beautiful writing, but I say hello and the lady is not nice or she doesn't know, it's a complete turn off and it makes me lose credibility of your brand. So please do not, please, 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 guys, do not undermine sales. Please. And another thing I'd like to warn entrepreneurs with is if you're in a family-run business, and you find that the, your parents or you know, you're the child and your parents want to do the selling. If your parents are not good salespeople, please convince them not to do the sales. If your parents are stubborn people and they don't want the brand to grow and you know that they're not going to smile with customers or try hard to be innovative, then just, just try. Find a way to make them be responsible of other processes. You need people with energy, you need people who are stubborn, you need people who are open-minded to be heading the sales of any stand or store or any point of promotion that you would have. Because if you have people who aren't with the times, then it's really going to set you back in terms of sales, it's going to set you back in terms of people just wanting to help you, you know, because you don't, you never know who you'll meet. If you're at a wine and whiskey fair and you've got a stand and somebody comes and says, actually, I work at spa and we can put your things on the shelf. You never know. But those people won't open up to you if you are not the right kind of salesperson. And also on another point uh, with promotion, please always make sure that if if you are presenting your brand at an event, that you have stock readily available to sell. Never give clients excuses about why you can't sell or why you don't have product 
always have product. If it means you must travel with product in your boot and that is possible, always have product. A sale is a sale is a sale. All sales matter. No sale is bad. Please remember that, entrepreneurs. All sales matter. No sale is bad. So, always have stock in your in your boot or with you somehow. Otherwise, you could be losing out on a key customer who can change your entire business and make you very successful. And last but not least, let's talk about product. Product is a very interesting one, I think, because it's obvious in the sense that you wouldn't start a business if you didn't have a product. You start a business because you've made the product and now you want to sell it and you want people to know about it and you hopefully want to become successful from this product. But I want to urge entrepreneurs not to get too carried away with over-conceptualizing their product. Always have an idea. Always brainstorm, but remember to take all those ideas and make them practical and make them relevant and make them cost-effective and make them real. So, yes, you want to design a, a, a brush that can clean all surfaces and it makes the house banking new, etc., etc., But after that brainstorming session, sit with yourself and think to yourself, are these qualities that my customers really want? Or am I making these things qualities that nobody's really going to buy? Am I making them qualities just for the sake of saying it's a quality? Remember, not all benefits of a product are real benefits to people. So just because you say, we only pick the finest beans, it doesn't mean that people care that you pick the finest beans. You know, or that people think that just because you pick the finest beans, you must charge them more. It doesn't work that way. So remember, whenever you're coming up with a competitive advantage or, or price point, selling point for your product, make sure that the benefits that you, you put there, that you list from your product, are actually benefits that people want to buy. And if you can see through product testing that people don't want to buy this and they don't think that's a benefit, remove it. Don't mention it. There's no need for it. You're wasting your time. You're wasting their time. So just don't do it. And remember, when you create your product, unless you're doing a, a very high-end product um, and they really, there's no way around producing that product, make sure that you try to keep your cost of production as low as possible. A lot of entrepreneurs will say, oh, but I need this machine and I can't do it without this machine and I need this and this. You know, half the time, that's not true. Half the time, that entrepreneur hasn't gone to other spaces to collaborate with people, use someone's machine and rent it out for the time being. You don't have to think about complete ownership from the beginning. Maybe sometimes you need somebody else's machine. Maybe sometimes you need to borrow or rent just start guys start don't be overly complicated about where to get the machinery and how much that will cost and this and this because that's how the price of your product ends up becoming way more inflated than it should be you know you're competing with handy andy but now your handy andy is the price of this <laughs> you know because you took all of your startup costs and you made the consumer bear bear that and that's not fair 
you need to almost price your product and produce it as if the equipment and the machinery has had been paid for for years already you know you have to think of it that way so i guess what i'm trying to say is if you're going to get into business think long term and think break even as a blessing you know because a lot of the time businesses don't run on a profit in the beginning i i think i say this in every single podcast of mine but it's true and i need entrepreneurs to remember this businesses don't make a profit from the get-go if you want to be competitive you have to choose your battles do i want to be known or do i want to make a small profit if you're going to forfeit profit for promotion then you're not going to make a profit for a long time but what are you going to do you're going to gain a healthy market share you're going to gain loyal customers and those customers are going to help your business grow and help you increase your prices over time so and that will eventually help you pay off all of your costs your expenses so pick your battles but my advice is don't make price the thing that you pick because you will just very few businesses succeed doing that thank you so much for listening to this podcast i hope that it helped and if you want more advice or you want to know more about marketing you know where to reach me at label underscore lion on instagram on facebook and on twitter i'm always on twitter ready to answer questions get into debates with people it's fun let's talk with entrepreneurs let's have fun and if you if you'd like more any other services you can just email me at lebu lion club at gmail.com lebu lion club c-l-u-b at gmail.com and i'll answer your questions i'll send you my rate card whatever you need from me i will do that so i'm trying to decide what we should talk about next week because i've got a few guests lined up and the trouble is who do i pick i guess we'll just have to tune in next week to see who i pick and what we talk about because it's gonna be fun enjoy your days entrepreneurs enjoy the hustle enjoy everything that you're doing don't let people put you down and if they do get back up because you have a purpose you have a higher purpose you are driven you are blessed you are anointed you were called for this and you know it deep down because if you didn't you wouldn't be listening to this podcast i love you all and i can't wait to talk to you next week about something else exciting about entrepreneurship and this time we're gonna have a guest so yes whoop, whoop, whoop. guys don't forget to like don't forget to subscribe i'll be on itunes just now so yeah let's connect there let's connect on social media let's connect everywhere i love all of you keep the hustle on keep tweeting me much love